This is Lloyd Cryer with Texas Frightmare Weekend, and you're listening to the Metal Hand of God podcast. podcast. And welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast, the only podcast that know what those three shells are used for. I am your host, Wayne, and these two guys are... I'm the rum guy. And, and then, my, na- my name is Adam. What I'd the like to f- talk to you about mac and cheese. What the fuck? What is up with you? <laughs> Go eat some candy or some sugar or something. I'd like to talk to you about mac and cheese. Well, we're not we- talking about that. But anyway, we, we, we have. I thought this episode was about mac and cheese. No, I actually. Abundantly clear. And frankly, <laughs> the fact that y'all continue to not listen to me, fuck y'all. Fuck this podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start my own show called The Dirty Wet Naps. And y'all going to kiss my ass. <laughs> okay. All right, now that that baby hamper of a gentleman has talked, um, we do have a very special guest, and I use yeah. very special guest in, in that this term this time, Mr. Lloyd Cryer. All right. Ooh. Hey, yeah. guys. Yay! And for those who don't know who Mr. Lloyd Cryer is, you're stupid. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Lloyd Cryer is the man behind uh, Texas Frightmare Weekend. Yes, sir. That- that is amazing. Which some would say you may be responsible for Wayne's fiance being pregnant. Um, pretty. You know what? It's pretty what? damn close. Yes, you you are the man that is responsible. Mm-hmm. Well, not directly. I hope. No, not directly. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Un- unless you snuck into my hotel room that time. Uh, I. I don't think. No. So, no. So wait a minute. This may be a first. So you're telling me that your child was conceived. At Texas Frightmare Weekend, pretty much. Wow! That's yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, it was, sir. It was a scary event. It it was awesome. Oh. <laughs> it was actually one what? of the one of the greatest cons I've ever been to. Wow! Hand, was this your down. first year, Wayne? Yeah, it was actually. It was my first year. Um, I had uh, been told I should go several times by a buddy of mine who's actually in the movie industry. And uh, he said he, he goes all the time. Um, and uh, well, I was like, okay, we'll check it out. And it was fantastic, man. It was it blew me away, really. Well, thank now, you. You've probably got this question asked a hundred times, but uh, I, I'm really interested on what spawned this to happen. Yes. Yeah. What what was the what what happened with Texas Frightmare? How did it be conceived? How was it? <laughs> you know, it uh, we we never well, we. We didn't have one in this area. I mean, basically, you had to go to, you know, the East Coast or the West Coast. Right. Basically, to experience a horror convention. So, that was the main thing. And I kind of talked about it with my wife a little and expressed an interest in doing it. And um, at the time, I was running a website. This was back during the DVD boom. Nice. uh, We were selling DVDs and stuff like that. And, you know, kind of hard to find stuff like Cannibal Holocaust and that kind of thing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so um, through that, I met a couple of uh, of people in the industry. Um, I met Terry Lofton, who directed Nailgun Massacre. Nice. And I met uh, Ashley Ray, who was in a couple of horror movies. She was also a Playboy centerfold. And it was kind of right. funny. I came home, and I met these two people right around the same time. And I told my wife, I said, hey, I already know two guests. <laughs> 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 and... Uh, and that's kind of how it started. Uh, you know, from there, it was it just seemed like, well, you know, we should be able to put some people together and, and 
reach out and get some guests. And my wife encouraged me. She said, just reach out to everybody you can and, you know, see what sticks. So I think that first year we had like Tom Savini and Sid Haig and Bill Mosley and um, fucking cool. (laughs) Yeah. And we had Herschel Gordon Lewis there. These were just all the people that immediately the first people in my mind that came into my head that at me as a fan, I would love to meet. Right. Right. So that's who we reached out to. And, and, um, from there, people basically, it's like a small niche kind of an industry, and uh, everybody's kind of family. So, you know, next thing I knew, I was being introduced to this guy. Sure. You know, hey, he wants to come to the show. So it was pretty cool. Were you surprised at the, uh, the uh, reaction of the people uh, that were so interested in, in participating or coming to see it? I was. You know, I, I, at first I thought, I'm going to get a lot of no's. You know, who's gonna, nobody's going to care. Uh, <laughs> right. We're, we're a Texas horror convention. You know, we're in Texas. Nobody really cares. Um, <laughs> Don't say that about Texas. Come on. Well, that's what, it, you know, that's what I felt like because I didn't really know a lot of horror fans myself in the area. I had a couple of friends who were into horror, but that's all I knew. So we didn't even know if this thing was even going to work. We didn't know if there were you know, going to be attendees. I, I did an interview for, I'm trying to remember the publication, but they called the Texas, the ultimate red state. And, <laughs> nice. And nice. They were like, basically they were telling me this is going to be a flop. Yeah. They, oh, were, wow. they, they were really helping you out with your confidence level. Oh my God. <laughs> well, that's, that's kind of a silly thing that people, and I think it's especially people on, uh, in certain, Cities like Los Angeles and New York, in particular, and and I, uh, who knows, maybe New Orleans is one of them. But people have this bizarre idea that if you lean politically one way or you're religious or whatever, that you don't, uh, you therefore don't like anything that's right. fun. Like you <laughs> yeah. don't you don't have sex, you know. Like your dad like pulled pulled his his winky out of his yeah. peephole and, <laughs> and stuck it in one time and. You know, and, and it was he was already movie. at the end. You know, he was ready to shoot, so he just kind of laced your mom with it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's just a strange it, thing that people people do. But uh, people of all types like uh, all kinds of things. Yeah, right. And we're in the Bible Belt too. You know, so well, that's true. It was, it was just like uh, this is just not going to go well. Well, you you figure. I mean, and and it, it always seemed like the more something was more t- you know, like a taboo to an area. Um, the the more other people would want to be taking part in it, you know what I mean? Like it's it's one of those things, like a Bible Belt horror convention. There's there's going to be at least half those people in the Bible Belt that are like, I am so going to this horror convention, right? <laughs> Just to, as a big middle finger, right now, I'm doing it. And, yeah, well, uh, that was the thing all the way up to the show. I think we sold like a hundred tickets in advance. And we were just really sweating it. And the day of the show, uh, we're inside getting ready, and we go out to open the doors, and there's a line around the building. That's so, so awesome. It was just, you know, a big moment, you know? That is really, really cool. Uh, you said you've been a horror movie fan or a horror genre fan for a long time. Um, I mean, what, what started out? Do you remember your first horror film that you ever saw? I do, and my wife always – she she hears me tell this story so much, but – uh, she gets sick of hearing it, but it, it, was the, it, was, it was actually The Exorcist. I remember, nice. I think I was maybe four years old, and my mother took me to see The Exorcist. She used to take me to see everything. <laughs> All right. Yeah, wow. so. Well, I, funny I remember, enough, I, I saw The Exorcist. That was my first horror movie, uh, but I didn't see it in theaters. I actually saw it when they aired it on TV. 
and oh, I had yeah. to stay up late just to watch it because it came on at like eleven o'clock, and I had to sneak downstairs, and the babysitter was there. It was I was just a little kid. I and, saw that movie in theaters when I was in my twenties, and I thought it was absolutely hysterical. Well, you saw. I the, don't hear that from a lot of people. You saw the remake of that movie, though. No, they they re-released it in theaters for fifteen years ago, ten years ago, something like that. Yeah, but wasn't that the one that they added all the weird mm. shit to it, where the they crab walk down the stairs and stuff? Maybe I don't know. I just yeah, know the it was, version uh, you've never seen or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just know I saw the the Exorcist with what's her name that uh, spits pea soup, <laughs> and it was hysterical. Yeah, you know, um, I I remember watching the um, like the, the there's some like YouTube videos you can go look. And when when the Exorcist came out, people were like passing out in the theaters and shit, freaking out over this movie because yeah. they thought it was real. Yeah. Well, for for its day, it was it. Uh, was, I mean, it's still well done. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. Really, it, was, day, it was the Blair Witch Project of its day. It was. It yeah, it really was the Blair Witch Project much. of its day. <laughs> but I think they spent less on the Blair Witch Project than they did this movie. Yeah, they they just bought a can of Monster, a couple Snickers bars, and a tent, <laughs> and they were done. Although yeah, you got you got to admit, okay, look, you have to admit the guys who did the Blair Witch Project, they were absolutely genius. They made I don't know how much money off of a video they used with a the camcorder. I know. Yeah, you know, well, the I mean, marketing was what was genius. Yeah, right? that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. It was fantastic. I mean, I went to the see. I went to see the son of a bitch when it came out. I was like, yeah, standing room only when I went. I went to the theaters to see it. Me too. And, and literally, I had to stand for the whole thing because the theater was that packed. <laughs> you must have felt really good after all that jiggling and jumping in your face. It was like, God damn, man, I'm gonna throw <laughs> up. <laughs> to, to be fair, at the barn that they show movies in in Rum's hometown, they, they, do, <laughs> they quite often make people stand because they ran out. The folding chairs have to go to the the, the church sometimes. Yeah, and, and the hay bales. They only have so many hay bales. <laughs> yeah, Savannah, Georgia is yeah, sure, a very small town, right? Your hometown. It's not where you're from. Your oh, hometown. I thought you were talking about my this town I'm living in. Sorry. Yeah, my hometown didn't even have a theater. Yeah, see? They showed it on the wall of the barn. No, we didn't have a, you know, there was no movie shown. It was like fucking <laughs> Footloose there. Couldn't dance, couldn't watch movies. <laughs> where, are you, where are you from, Justin? Um, uh, Western Pennsylvania is um, uh, one of the small towns at the highest point. Uh, it's called West Sunbury. And it was uh, literally, I mean, people say it that all the time. It sounds like a drunk person trying to say, trying to say some the, bitch. They actually had uh, <laughs> a party. They had a party when we got a blinker light. No, <laughs> no, they did not. Yes, they did. I remember. I was like five. That's five or fucking six. fantastic. And they, you don't the, feel the, bad, Justin. I grew up in a little town called Bardwell, Texas. Bardwell. Oh, wow. yeah. I it mean, was small, like real You small? know, the, it's, it's kind of funny. The, there's nothing. I think it was maybe... Two or three hundred people population. Jesus, yeah. wow! But when You're I was lucky. when I was really young, uh, Wes Craven came through and actually filmed part of Deadly Blessing there. Wow, that's cool. Oh. Yeah, that's um, I maybe, love that movie too. Maybe that's why you uh, are so into horror flicks now. You know, he came he came through and he rubbed off on you. I wish <laughs> I couldn't even get close to that guy. I guess not. <laughs> Oh, man. But uh, some of the earlier films that I remember going to see were um, Rabid. Nice. Drive-In. Um, I don't know. My mom, just anything that came out, if, if we said we wanted to go see it, she just took us. I, I saw a lot of Hammer movies at the drive-in, like the old Dracula movies and stuff. Sure. You know what really sucks is I never got to go to an actual drive-in movie. Never. Okay. Like, that was like 
the, the place we went. Yeah. Well, the 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 one that they had um, on the on the west bank of the river in, in Louisiana, uh, New Orleans, was it, it disappeared way before you know. Right. Any of us could have went to the theater. So, well, and that's a, that's a terrible thing because the drive-ins, the ones that are left, are now there's this big booming. revival to save them. You yeah. know, and people are all into it. But for a long period of time, for about twenty twenty five years, all they wanted to do was tear them down. I'm like, that's a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of cinematic history that went on in these places, and and a lot of memories for people. You and know, good, bad, whatever. I mean, hey. that was we had to drive to Butler, but it was a big treat when my my parents would get me in the car and I get to stay up late and you know you had the speaker hanging from the side of the car or in the pole you know and then uh, you could watch whatever movie and they had the cartoons and stuff it was cool man hey I'm sure there was a lot of children conceived in those uh, driving theaters as well oh yeah yeah a lot of scene seats and and I like to I like to say that mine was the first one at Texas Frightmare (laughs) (laughs) one day you're going to tell me this whole story because I think it seems like Justin and Adam know the story. Well, the baby. Well, well you know, we you went. Know, uh, sometimes when a man <laughs> went to the horror convention, <laughs> we went to the horror convention, and that's when we found out we were pregnant. Aha! Yeah, the so, only difference is instead of a stork, uh, the griffin comes down. Yes, it's like it just drops him down. Or, or gargoyle. Maybe yeah, gargoyle. yeah, yeah. He's got him in his teeth, you know. You know, and to, get, to get her in the mood, he he put his fingers on over her face and said, "I make you thinner." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! And she's a woman, so she said, "What the fuck does that mean?" It was like this. It was like the scene in Hostels, you know, whatever. Oh. Had her tied up, nail gun. Well, uh, look, <laughs> from happens. looking at your website, though, you got a lot going on this year, Texas Fright Mary. Yes, I mean, that, that's a great lineup you got going. Yeah, well, um, you know, I we're bringing George Romero back. Nice. Um, I mean, George has been on our show quite a few times, but he's always welcome back uh, anytime he wants to come. And uh, Robert England, uh, this is only this is Robert's second appearance at our show. He, I think it was 2010 or 2011, but we're really excited to have him back. Oh yeah, man, I'm I'm pumped to to get to see him. That's one of my favorites right there. Well, what's kind of cool is we accidentally ended up with a, um, I guess a you know a big iconic slasher. Lineup with uh, Freddie, Jason, Candyman. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Ghostface. Wow. And it was just. It, I guess I we had everybody else already booked, and we booked Robert, and it was like, wow, look at this. We have all the icons. It's yeah. Cool. I mean, like the, uh, the only ones that I, I can think of that you're missing is is like Doug Bradley. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what hell? One of the the guys who played uh, Leatherface. That's it. Yeah. Wow, that's still. I've heard. Man. I've heard. I've heard that Gunner is in bad health or something right now. Really? Oh, that sucks. That'd be. Yeah, terrible. I don't know any details on that, but I just kind of heard little snippets of that. So, uh, speaking of bad health, I hate to hear that. If I was George Romero, I think I put in my will that I want to be, uh, you know, get a taxidermist and maybe get like sort of a robot exoskeleton so I could really make my legend, you know, come true. Yeah. You want to. <laughs> <laughs> make him, please make if me a I zombie. If I go to your convention, can I tell him that? Can I have that discussion with him? I'm sure that he would talk to you about whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we, it's kind of funny because one, the first appearance we had with George, we we made him a zombie in our our <laughs> show poster. That's awesome. Yeah, it it kind of even felt weird back then, you know, because you know he he was he's been old for a while. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
<laughs> yeah, that, this uh, is true. This is true. And, you know, he kind of doesn't look different. Right. Like, from 20 years ago to now, he kind of looks the same. <laughs> I mean, it really yeah. is amazing. These these guys, uh, I mean, they're, they are iconic. You know, they're, they're iconic film... Uh, I mean, and then then you see that, and that it it you even if no matter how much they age, when you look at them, you just see them as they were in the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. To me, I mean, it's just it it just blows my mind. It's like you said uh, with England. I mean, it was as soon as I see him, it's like I, I can just picture you, dude. I know it. I know you. <laughs> you know, and he's been he's been a great actor in so many things though. Too. Oh God, yeah. Oh yeah, V and I think V was one of the early roles that I remember him from. Robert England. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that's the earliest one that I remember him in. Actually. Oh, the original V. I remember yeah. that. Wow. Yeah, I like a little V myself, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Dirty no, bastard. No, what are you talking about? Yeah, what, what was that? <laughs> Violets? Velvet, as in red velvet cake, obviously. Gotcha, gotcha. My bad, my bad. <laughs> um, so you were talking about, uh, before we started talking about horror movies in particular, you were talking about, um, you know, you, you so you knew some guests and you had this idea and you talked to your wife. What were some of the, like, problem or what was some of the struggles that you went through as you went to put together your convention for the first year? Uh, yeah, I, I think it was just the main thing for us was just being, uh, having that that fear that nobody was going to show up. You know? <laughs> I mean, well, it was it's, pretty... That's a it, big investment, isn't it? I mean, or a big it, leap of It faith. is, and, you know, these people, you know, they're not free. Right. You know, they, they have fees associated. They have guarantees, whatever whatever it is for a particular guest. That was the big thing was like, oh, my God, how are we going to make this happen? And, you know, I hope people show up. I hope people buy autographs. You know, I hope people buy tickets. Um, that was the big thing. Um but you know everything else came. It seemed to come together pretty well. It, you know, it was our first year, so there was a lot of excitement around it. I mean, we there was a lot of media and press that was that were interested in talking to us um, and getting the word out. Um, I think one of the coolest things that we did um, was we got uh, some press from the Dallas Morning News, okay, and nice. um, it was on the um, front page of their entertainment section. And here's another, I mean, there were, this was, this, and I'll tell you more about this, but there were so many screw-ups that I made as a first-year convention planner. Uh, one of the major things that I did is I scheduled the damn thing on Super Bowl weekend. All right. That's a, oh. yeah, that's a bad one. In yeah, Texas. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, when I realized that, you know, because you plan these things very early and you don't, Back then, I didn't think about well, what's going on. What's going to happen then? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we've been down that road. Yeah, we we've done that kind of stuff already. Right. So uh, it was Super Bowl weekend, and that was another thing. We were like, wow, this is just this is going to be bad. And, uh, <laughs> and the Saturday morning paper in the entertainment, or was it? No, it was Friday morning, I believe. Uh, the entertainment section. They did a little article on us. Front page. There was a picture of the Super Bowl trophy with a chainsaw ripping right through it. And it said, oh, wow. Super Bowl weekend massacre. And it was a whole article about our convention coming to Dallas. So That's, that's cool. so cool. Yeah, it was great press. So it worked out, you know. That is awesome. That was really nice of them. Yeah, wow. yeah. They could have been like, yeah, well, they got this little thing going on here. But remember, the Super Bowl. Oh, man, that could have been such a nightmare. Texas football. Come on. That was. It, it could only have been worse cool. if the Super Bowl was actually there. Yeah. Yeah, or if the, the well, what is it, Dallas? If the Cowboys were were in the game or something like that. Oh, we don't have to worry about that. 
<laughs> it would have been great if it was during uh, the first year that. W- remember they did the Super Bowl at the new Cowboys Stadium. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was sheets of ice sliding off of the <laughs> yes, stadium and yes. like killing people. <laughs> Probably would have fit in great. Yeah, murder at the. What? Uh, when did you know that your convention was stable? Like, okay, we did we did our first year. We did our second year, but like we can keep doing this thing. When when did that occur to you? Um, you know, I think I think after the first year, I, I didn't know if I wanted to go through the the all the stress that goes along with it and all the pressure and everything. So, I, it took me a long time to decide that I was going to do a second one. And when I decided to do the second one, I knew right then that I was just going to have to commit and uh, just keep doing it until it you know it didn't work or it failed. Because right. fortunately, we, you know, those first couple of years, we didn't make a lot of money, but we broke even. So we didn't lose a ton of money either. Well, that's good. Right. Yeah. Well, well, which I guess, you know, after that first year, if you don't lose money, then, you know, you come out at, um, even Steven and, and you're happy. Everybody's yeah. happy. Yeah, you're feeling right. a little bit better about it. Right. Right, right. So I think after that first year, I just didn't know if I wanted to go through all of that. You know, there, it's so much work. It's year round, uh, putting it together, planning, uh, travel arrangements. You know, just Your wife, plan, wife plan, must plan. Be a saint. She's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she keeps this thing going, um, and she keeps me going. So, uh, does she, she share your interest in the genre, and or is not it, at all? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. She she knows all about it now that sure. we've been together for so long. She knows everything inside and out. But it, you know, when we first got together, she you know could give a crap about horror movies. <laughs> and you know, if we were if one day we were no longer together anymore, she could give a crap again. I'm sure. But she <laughs> she has a passion for it. She's like you know a mother figure, and she what's great about her is she takes care of everybody at the show. And awesome. Yeah, and, and I've got an amazing wife. She I puts Sid Haig down for his naps and stuff. Without her. Well, did you just ask me if he, she puts Sid Haig down for his naps? Yeah, you know, I mean, he's getting up there. Sometimes he needs a nap. But... He, seems, he seems still pretty energetic. I mean, he seems like a pretty nice guy. Maybe Miss, Mrs. Cryer like, sings him lullabies. I don't know. Well, that's true. It's possible. <laughs> no, she didn't put Sid down for a nap, but I'm sure she would if he requested it. <laughs> I think you can I, get a lot of YouTube hits with that. Yeah. I, I, actually, I, I talked to him um, this past weekend, actually. Uh, he was at this uh, other show called Fear Fet that I went to. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I've it, heard about that show. Yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a smaller show. It's a, it, it, They said it started out as a film festival, and they just they just added recently added the, uh, the, the con aspect to it. So it was pretty cool. It was nice. Yeah, I know. Um, I know some of our attendees go to that because we have a lot of attendees that come from the uh, New Orleans area, so in uh, Louisiana, of course. So I know a few people that actually go to that show. Yeah, yeah, it was my first time going to that one too, and it was it was pretty nice. I mean, I met Sid at uh, your show for the first time, and then, um, like I said, again over there. But he seems like a really nice guy. Oh, he's super nice. He really is. He's done our show, you know, probably more times than. Most other guests, really? You know? Oh yeah, fire! And he was at our first show. Him and Bill, uh, they made our show. So that's awesome. Well, yeah, I I mean, they were I've, great. I've heard that you know from uh, I know Wayne told me about his experience there, but I actually talked to uh, 
a couple. Uh, funny enough, uh, uh, your convention came up this weekend. Uh, I was at a wedding, so we were talking about horror. And um, uh, they said that they had gone down to Texas, d- done the Texas Frightmare, I think it was like last year. Mm. And uh, how, how great it was. And they were, uh, I think they might have been there, they might have been there two years, for the past two years. They've gone twice. Cool. I don't know if it was consecutively, but they've gone twice. Um, and um, they said the, uh, it, it's interesting how every time they go, it's, it's, it's different. You know mm. what I mean? It's not, you know, you're not going to go and it's going to be the same you know, thing. It's there's always something new, something different, something that just is you know captivates them. Plus the crowds of people, they're you know just taking it to the next level. You know, it's, right? That's yeah. really cool. We I don't know. Um, we we always try to bring in different guests. We have guests that want to come back every year, mm-hmm. and you can't really do that, and that kills me that I can't bring them back every year. But I I don't know if that that's maybe part of why it feels different every year um well they loved it i could tell you that and they said that uh that it was a great great time they actually uh um use uh you know they they live up in um oh, where the frick do they live colorado colorado <laughs> up in okay. colorado and they they fly down just to go to it yeah we i know we have a few people that come from colorado every year so that's cool. pretty neat yeah but, uh, I'd, just, I'd love to. I'm hoping to be able to get down for it this year. I think yeah. it would be great. I, I hope I'd, you can make yeah. it. I think, you know, man, I, I think it's pretty amazing. I mean, it, you, you think about it, started out, you know, kind of like, oh, shit, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull this off. And now you got people flying in from all over to come to your show. How cool is that, man? That's just fucking great. It blows my mind every year when I hear people coming from other countries you know yeah uh, i know we have people that come from iceland every year and- yeah like last year they had a guy come, um when i went to we went to the uh fangora panel and inside the panel they had a guy who came all the way from um australia Aus- australia yeah. yeah man i was like blown away i was like that's crazy now how do you do i mean you're you do advertising I'm, i know you do i mean uh, since like publications like Fangory magazine and stuff. Are, do you have ads running in there as well, or is it? Yeah, yeah. That uh, we do ads with Fangoria. Um, we've done ads with uh, Rumorg. Yeah, I'm uh, sure that all helps. Yeah, uh, we've done ads in, in Horror Hound, and we continue to you know do That's those ads sweet. there. And, but I think a lot of it's is is g- grassroots. I, really I think do. you're right. I mean, a lot of word of mouth. I mean. Uh, it always helps. I mean, the, the advertising you can't go wrong with. But I mean, the, if I'm, you know, people go there, they find it amazing. They're going to tell ten, twenty other people. You know what I mean? How amazing! Right. And, and and everyone who asked me how the show was, I mean, I just tell them the same thing. You know, it was the best thing I've ever been to. It was great. I mean, honestly, uh, you know, compare like the only cons I've ever really like been to besides yours was was stuff like Wizard World and you know these these big money-making machines that are just basically there to make people spend all their money on their get you know what i mean like it was right, huge right. so it, yours it just it, it was just so so much nicer than those other places i just want to take a moment to announce that wizard world is the new sponsor of the major g <laughs> <laughs> fuck <laughs> and it'll never happen again damn it that's so funny damn it no, no, but I mean, I've, had, I've actually great. had that happen to me before when um, we had another sponsor, and they were trying to get another sponsor on board for us. And the guy calls me and he's like, "Hey, so uh, what'd you think of 
you know, sponsor X. And I'm talking about this is a major sponsor. <laughs> and I won't say who it is, but it was uh, their initials are WB. And oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the guy. The guy's sitting there, and uh, he goes, so what did you think of uh, the guys who were, because uh, we had met them, mm-hmm. what do you think of the guys at Warner Brothers? And I was like, uh, I don't know. They were kind of corporate and kind of cold. And, and he's like, oh, well, uh, one of them's sitting right here with me. I'm on speakerphone. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> You're like, fuck. <laughs> Thanks, well, Captain Jack. Like, nice yeah, heads up, you dick. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe it. It was a Crazy. Uh, why would you? Why would he assume that you like them? Like, what if you have just been like, "Well, I banged one of their wives." I, I know. I'm not gonna say which one. It was the craziest thing, but you know, I was just, oh, that was just bad. He should have told you that up ahead of time. He's like, "Hey, I got on the phone with me is so and so from." I know. You should have just gone for it. You should have been like, "Look, you're a douchebag, but you did good work." So. <laughs> <laughs> but they they were all they were all cool about it. Good, good. And, and they were they were very corporate. I mean, I'll say that. I don't mind saying it at all, but it's a huge corporation. It's sure. It was, I mean, we have to be. It's it business, be. you know. Yeah, business isn't warm and fuzzy because if you if you're warm and fuzzy, you don't get anywhere. Then you're a pussy. Anyway, I just uh, want to say that M Hog loves Warner Brothers. If they're listening, you know, <laughs> yeah. we'd be happy to to be shills um, for your for your product. Um, Not if you keep that uh, that avatar pick that you're using right now. Yeah, that is the weirdest thing, dude. It's creeping me out. <laughs> it's worse than me eating an eye. No one knows what y'all are talking about. Like, I know, but it, it, it's, it's a podcast. Just trust us, people. If, if you were to see Adam's pick, you, it looks like the lead singer from Striper after he got stung by a thousand bees. No, it actually looks like the <laughs> no lead singer. No one knows what the lead singer Striper looks like, Rob. Well, they'll go and look it up because apparently they have computers. He actually looks like the singer from um, Grim, Grim Reaper. Oh, God. <laughs> Is this the same always, picture I'm looking at, the one with the guy holding the sword? Uh, uh, the sword. I don't see the sword. Uh, you sure you're not thinking of Rum's picture? Uh, He's got the uh, pirate with the two No, it's like, a no. Fu- it's like a fuzzy head metal guy. No, I what was, I'm looking at is a guy in a, like a, he's a bald-headed guy with holding a sword. This is on Skype. What the uh, no, no, no. He's seeing my, my old picture. Uh, oh, okay. That, he's... That's that's from uh, a print that we have. M-Hog has had a couple of prints made for us. Yeah. That's from a Marvel versus Capcom uh, spoof where I was playing Dante from Devil May Cry. Wayne was, uh, I was the, Punisher. the Punisher. And Rum was M. Bison. From yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, no, there's... So uh, for our audience, I, um, I I don't want to say where I got it from. Right? Don't don't say it. It's it's from a relative. Uh, but, <laughs> but I have a I have a picture up of a band from the '80s, and one of the band members, in my opinion, looks like a guy trying to do uh, a bad and horribly like frightening costume of Michael McKeon from Spinal Tap. <laughs> um, and he's got like kind of a. I'd say a white afro going, and it's sure. pretty. It's metal. Yeah. It's, it's definitely it's, it's it's as metal as it gets. Just just think '80s hair metal, and that's what you got. It's here. beautiful. It's it's, it's beautiful. the guy that didn't make it into Wasp. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, that's up. Anyway, so, so speaking, not that, of, not that we're done talking about my Skype avatar. <laughs> so so Lloyd. Hey. Hey, Mr. Mr. Lloyd Cryer from this big convention. <laughs> hey, you want to talk about my Skype avatar? What a professional organization we are. 
<laughs> See, but this th- that's the kind of stuff that makes our guests comfortable because they know that we're <laughs> just regular dudes. Yeah, you exactly. know, it's, we're just regular guys just shooting this shit, learning about his stuff, so, man. I was gonna say is you've probably got a line of people trying to get uh, to work that convention of yours, man. Just people clamoring to to get in there, like I work the door. You know, I'll do this. Is that how it works, or how do you do that? Yeah. I'll jerk off Robert England, whatever. We, we get a lot of emails, and it's usually whenever we, we announce a big guest, and then mm-hmm. suddenly we have a lot of people, hey, I'd like to volunteer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> of course, once you, once you see who's, yeah. Why don't you do yeah. it before we, uh, you know, we take in this many people until now, and then, right. then we'll announce the guests. Like we, we announced Robert England recently, so I got a flood of volunteer emails, and, you know, I don't, we don't really recruit that way i mean we've i've got a really good friend um scott reese who runs all of the volunteer coordinating and that's awesome. he's a great guy he's been there since our second event oh cool and, um it's mainly you know friends and and family that uh that's that help really us cool. out at that show that's good it's good really, that way really that way you know you, you can trust the people you're working with you know yeah you know we it's so. I, who wants to screen people? You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. If, if you were in my family, that'd be a different story. We'd be at each other's throats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to get in this fucking line. No, you got to go get the door tickets, asshole. Do, yeah, people. People like to volunteer for conventions, and they all think they're going to get like an awesome position. You know, like uh, you're bathroom. I don't know. Guy. Yeah, you're the guy who's clean the toilets. Like well, most of the time, when people, you know, just cold contact us and they want to volunteer you know they 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 really just want free tickets yeah right yeah which is but it's fair as long as you're willing to do the work i mean i volunteered for wizard world a couple of years here in new orleans and one year i swear to god i walked in and said okay what would y'all like me to do and they literally had me as a doorstop just hold the door open yeah awesome like they're like if anyone asks you questions just answered. I said, but I don't know what the answers are. I said, well, just figure it out. And they walked off. They <laughs> left me there for like 45 minutes. You're the doorstop. That's awesome. So. Good, good gig. You know? Yeah, yeah. Who? Uh, how do we get that uh, Texas Frightmare doorstop? But only 45 <laughs> minutes where you replaced, your position was replaced by a tiny shiv of wood. Yes. No, in fact, uh, the line, like people stopped coming through the door, like they like the line kind of ended. And uh, I was there for another ten minutes, and finally I was like, "Well, fuck this!" And I went to go because they'd forgotten about me. They just yeah. they left yeah. me there and just went like, you know, whatever. He'll figure it out. And uh, so I had to go find someone to tell me something else to do. Nice. Well, that's that's the thing. I mean, with 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 our show is there there we do have some people that are you know they can show up cold and whatever, but um, we kind of have a process in place. If if anybody asks questions and we and they don't know the answer. Then we tell them to send them to the help desk, and we do have a help desk, and they have radios right. that are connected to you know everybody else that knows the answers to all these questions. Oh, so. nice! Yeah, and I thought that was really cool. Like when when, when we went, we got there, and we you know we got our our bands and stuff, and like I was like, okay, well, we need to know which door to go in first, you know. So we walked up to the help desk. They gave us a little map and every. It was cool, you know. They it just helped us out really well. Yeah, and and that's that's another friend. Um, that's Dorothy <laughs> that runs the help desk. Nice Oz, and and she's been a, fr- a friend. Of wait, a wait, friend. I'm sorry. Are you a friend of Dorothy? Yes, from the Wizard of Oz, not Golden Girl Dorothy. The fr- friends of Dorothy. Never mind. Right. Sorry, Go I've on. lost I'm it. Lost. I'm lost. <laughs> friends of Dorothy is like a lesbian organization. Oh, is it? <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, there's 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 a male version, a female version. I don't remember what the male version is, but anyway, uh, okay. Well, I'm Sorry. sure that's not it. <laughs> Sorry, a little, a little, a little, a little uh, inside gazeball. Uh, nice, learn nice. New every day. Exactly, exactly. See, you learn stuff on the MHOG podcast. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's that's really cool. You incorporate all the family and friends to it, though, man. That's that's really really awesome. Yeah. Get, well, it works out. I mean. Done. Definitely, definitely. Like, like I, I honestly, I'm super psyched for this year, man. I, I've uh, talked to my girlfriend Caitlin, and and she's all ready and excited. And, and you know what? This will be the first year the baby gets to go, so that'll be kind of cool too. Oh, yeah, you sweet. weren't supposed to tell him because you're gonna sneak the baby in because you're cheap. Well, it's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> twelve and under are free. See, and he'd be way under twelve. I promise. Pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No inches. You're still gonna, are you still gonna dress the baby up? Yes, uh, he's going to be. Actually, we already we bought the stuff before we even knew that you announced this guest, uh, and uh, we bought the stuff to make him look like Freddy Krueger. Like the, he's got a little striped outfit and a hat. Do they sell that? They uh, sell little Freddy Krueger costumes. It's it's they don't sell Freddy Krueger costumes. It just looks like like his the the little shirt looks identical uh, to the sweater. Right. And we found a. Um, a hat off of a Disney plush toy that we cut off, and it looks like the hat. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> That's Folks, awesome. <laughs> Folks, Wayne's child has not been born yet, and it already has a glove that can work. <laughs> <laughs> if yes. they could somehow get it up Caitlin's vagina, it could claw its way out right <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, the only thing we don't have is a baby hand claw, so we're gonna figure that out. All right, well, Uncle Adam's get... got it covered. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can make one of those. Oh make yeah, a, yeah, make a little plush one so it doesn't hurt its face. Of it's course, of course, yeah. of course. That's fucking funny. Felt yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it was funny that as soon as the announcement of that of uh, Robert England being there. Caitlin texts me. I was at work, and she goes, "Oh my God! Look who they just announced!" <laughs> I was like, "Okay." So we definitely have him dressed up like that. That's is fun. she uh she a horror fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So it's well, she be... has sex with him. Yeah, so it's pretty horrible. <laughs> Pie in the face. Yeah. They, thanks. Thanks, dicks. <laughs> no, no, man. So it's gonna be really fucking cool, man. Uh, we're we're pretty excited. Well, I hope you got, all three of you can come. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And what? Uh, one more time for the people listening. What are the dates again? Yeah, give us uh, April 29th through May 1st of uh, 2016. Okay. Right. And Good. don't forget, you can check them out on their website, which is TexasFrightmareWeekend.com. That's right. Uh, so what? Uh, can can I'm not I'm, I'm not asking you to give us anything. Uh-huh. But you is there something you can secretly tell us that's going to happen that's not been said yet? Um, Just something a yeah, little, a little yeah. snippet. There, uh, we have next week. We're announcing um, some guests from a classic zombie franchise that is not related to George Romero. Ooh, it's not ooh. George Romero. Laurel Hardy. Lauren Hardy, yes. <laughs> They're definitely zombies now. All right. Well, that's... That's fucking cool, man. Hmm. Yeah, so it, it, it is cool. It's an 80s, uh, 80s franchise. We've never brought any of these guests in. 
Oh, wow. And um, we've had a lot of requests for them over the years. So um, that's what we're going to do. We're going to. We're going to bring them in. We got a lot of guests that, that we're still working on. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, some big names. Uh, uh, and, you know, hopefully everything goes through, but we've got people that we're looking into from American Horror Story and nice. uh, from some Cronenberg films and uh, maybe some more Scream people. Cool. Um, maybe some more rock stars. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, very okay. cool. Yeah, that we're, that we're looking into. So. Uh, we've got like six months of planning to go here, so you never know what's going to happen in that in that time frame. Yeah, I mean, like I mean, so often I see like, oh, Texas Fright Bear posted something else. I'm like, oh, okay, now, let's is, just see what is that there is. A cap for how many you can have, how many guests you can have, like uh, special guests. I mean, I think you know, not really. I mean, we we normally have anywhere from forty to sixty guests. Okay, that's, well, that's usually good. that's a lot. We, it is a lot. <laughs> that is. It's too many, <laughs> but well, uh, you know, it, it's just hard to stop. You know, I mean, when you're a fan of this stuff, you say, "Oh, we can bring this guy in. Oh, he'd be great." You know, so it, it's just it really is hard to not bring some of these people in. I try to remember what, what was the name of that uh, girl that we had on that that, that does the uh, makes horror films now. Uh, Jessica Cameron. Yes, Jessica Cameron. Y'all should have her on, and we'll do a panel. Where she just yells at rum <laughs> for an hour. I, I, I about, guarantee you can sell tickets. About about the Vampire Diaries. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yells at what? Uh, we had her on the show, and uh, we mentioned that Rum was a a big fan of the Vampire Diaries, and she went off. <laughs> she went off her rocker, screaming, at, "I can't believe you watched that shit!" I mean, just went, yeah. It, it actually was, went from being funny to being mean like she quickly. Berated I'm so him. glad you keep bringing it up. Well, it's what, it was like it was appropriate. It was one of the horror guests, you know. I mean, you she know, could be at the convention. You could be at the convention. We could make money off it. Yeah, Come on, yeah, yeah. A team player. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we we also had look uh, if she headed out for One Tree Hill, I'd gladly volunteer. <laughs> we we also had one of the uh, uh, the guys from America Horror Story on our show as well. Um, right. Uh, what the hell? Matt Matt, uh, Matt Fraser was on Fra- our show. Matt Fraser. He was the uh, he was from in, uh, Freak American Show. Horror Story Freak Show. Oh, okay. He, he was, was Paul. The Paul, the illustrated wheat seal, the guy with the the short arms. Yeah. Yeah. He okay. came on the show. He was on the show and he was so drunk. It was great. Like he was saying, I had to edit it out because he asked me later some of the stuff that he said. <laughs> but it <laughs> it was it was priceless, man. Let me tell you. We had probably too much inside information on that. Uh, yeah, we did. We did. He was. He was. I think we us had too much information when I when Wayne sent me the naked pictures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because he he's a uh, he's also a burlesque dancer with his wife. And um, how does that work? I, it, I, well, well, look. Let me uh, tell you. Judging from the naked pictures, believe me, it works very well. <laughs> <laughs> what God takes away, He giveth. Let me tell you, bud. Wow. Let's yeah. just say if he had to, like, you know those little buttons on the lamppost that, that activate the, the, uh, <laughs> the crosswalk? He would not have any problem pressing that button. No. <laughs> From about two feet away. <laughs> wow. Okay. He could have been a jouster in a previous life, I'm just saying. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of an interesting picture. Like, I, like he, he also said that he got in a lot of trouble because, so, like, you know, younger people were watching – 
American Horror Story, and then they would look him up, and then there was his dick. No <laughs> you know, so. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's be honest. At this point, who couldn't you Google and see their dick? <laughs> true, true. People with half a brain, I think. Um, well, I guess uh, that means all to, of us are on there. Well, I actually had a, a, another Wait. question for you, real quick. Um, yeah. You've been you've been watching uh, these movies for a long time and have been part of it and everything. One uh, series. I mean, I, I know you don't want to alienate anybody, but um, you, you mentioned The Exorcist was the first one you watched. But um, there's always, at least for me, I always felt that there was like one series of movies or one movie. I mean that. Re- I'm going to say series because that's really what I mean. It'll draw you in longer. That really changed the way you thought about like horror movies and things like that. Did, do you have one specific? Uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Nice. Friday the Thirteenth movies. Yeah, huge fan of those movies. Uh, and I and I just I think uh, maybe maybe I have bad taste. I don't know, but I think most <laughs> of those are just fun movies. They are. Fun. Oh, they are fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know I. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I mean, the first one and the second one are good. Everything else was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But I've always I've always loved Friday the thirteenth. So. so so you're not you're not a fan of the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Uh, I I think I like the that first one. But yeah. The second one was just oh my god. Oh, goodness. the one that was like uh, going back in with the, I don't know how to Say it. It was like showing the family more or well, no, I think it was the sequel to the first remake. Uh Chainsaw the Beginning or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that one. That's oh, okay. the one I was talking about. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was terrible. Yeah, I didn't care for that one. I was like that the, the one with Jessica Biel. No, the first. The one. first one was. Yeah, no, I thought that was an okay remake. Yeah, I, I think they bad. did it did it justice. I mean, not, well, that's got to be a huge movie in Texas. You know, I mean, I'm sure the popularity for that movie is <laughs> gigantic. You know, I think it's it's just it's popular everywhere. Um, yeah, I don't know that you know Texans particularly think. That's great, you know. <laughs> I mean, <they're, laughs> because we're in Texas, but sure. I, there's, there are people that in Texas that believe that that's real. Uh, oh, really? Uh, yeah, I meet them all the time. You, there's always somebody that that just uh, adamantly will argue with you. You know that that really happened. Wow, they were there mm-hmm. in the closet, right? right. And and they they ate the chili from uh, whatever the I forget the name of the restaurant was. Well, it uh, usually goes well. My uncle's brother, <laughs> his friend knew a guy that got killed by that Leatherface guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, like as as I get older, I realize more and more how absurd reality is. <laughs> And sometimes people will say something to me, and I'll and I'll believe them, and they'll just be like, "Like, did you really think that was real?" And I was like, "Well, look at look at the fucking shit that we have going on right now." That's well, true. Tell All me, right. tell oh. me, tell me that that shit sounds real. Yeah, I don't I'm, believe anything at this point. Yeah, I mean, like twenty years ago, we would have thought that you know we could have clicked on any uh, 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 a website that had like our Ameri- our troops getting beheaded uh, live on uh, on on screen. You know, yeah, terrible. I mean, it, you. I would have never thought of that ever, you know, and right. you know now it's like commonplace. You can go and look anywhere and find people getting murdered and you know shot in the face, and I'm like Jesus Christ. I think it's best left to the movies. You think? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I don't on. know. I'm a big fan of actual real life murder. <laughs> I'm gonna go out and say look, real uh, murder is bad. I don't. Wanna, I agree. I don't, I don't want to be that guy, but look, rape occasionally. You know, there's good parts of it. You know, really, uh, really. 
I don't think so. <laughs> really? No, I, it, look, right there's now. there's horrible there's horrible things in the world, and I'm just saying, like, like it, the reality is surreal. So is yeah, surreal. okay. The the idea now I, I do understand what you're saying though. I do. Uh, I'll occasionally see on Facebook someone I know will uh, start talking about some. It's usually politics, but some political subject. Like they know what's going on, and at some point they'll bring up that they saw it in a movie based on a true story. Right, right. And I always. I'm like I lose a little bit of respect because I'm like you do realize that based on a true story means it's fake, right? That like, means like one thing happened in that movie. The guy said, "Hey, hey, John," and that really happened. But the rest of the movie's bullshit. Well, I got all the names right, you know. What about this, basically, back to the same question to you guys, uh, Adam. You you watch much in the horror genre? No, I'm not. I'm not no. Real. What about it? I know I know Wayne does. Uh, Hellraiser, what? man. Hellraiser was your series. That that. Uh, the uh, that movie to me changed the effects world completely. That first movie when they showed uh, the bodies like uh, just coming back, yeah, like showing the muscle tendons and everything coming back from the drops of blood. They, that, that just changed the aspect in the horror genre by miles. I mean, it was it was amazing. Yeah. It was really really good series. It really was one I, of the coolest movies I've ever seen. I gotta say it, it. It was a real toss-up for me because I, I mean I gotta agree with you on, on Hellraiser as well. But I mean Friday the Thirteenth, of course. But uh, the subspecies series. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that I can't remember the guy who was the actor the lead now. I think his name was like Anders Hove, Hove or something. Hove, I think. Yeah, that was Anders Hove. He played Radu. He was the right. the lead. Yeah, man. <laughs> he he was probably the best. Uh, in my opinion, he he made the idea of a vampire seem a bit more real. Yeah, you know, it just seemed, you know, there were of course there's campy moments in those movies. It's supposed to be. It's it's the type of movie it is. But as a, as he played the character so well, you know, it, wow. And then you know the guy that um, played his dad, uh, the king, uh, was actually uh, Angus, um, the guy from uh, Phantasm. Yeah, he was in he was in Phantasm. So that was it was just really really. He was cool. actually at uh, Frightmare last year. Yeah, he was. I didn't, That's I didn't, amazing. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to see him, man. It was t- I saw him, but I didn't get a chance to go and actually talk to him. It sucked, but he's amazing. He's the, like 89, I think. I was going to say he's like in his 90s. You know, he's... Does he still look angry? He always yes. looks angry. He still looks angry. He does. He can, He can. but he's probably the one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Oh, wow. <laughs> Isn't that crazy that like this guy has been in... Uh, you know, a few films, and then the one that everyone knows him by is the angry old man in Phantasm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's been a, he's been an actor for a long time. Well, yeah, he's ninety yeah. years old. Of course, he yeah, has. He well, I mean, you know, they could have cast him when he was seventy, but no, he's he's been in there a while. You know, just amazing though. He was. I, mean, I could just picture him like getting, you know, you know, I in my mind, he's always that he's got that scowl on his face in my in my mind. So like if he was going to Starbucks to order coffee, you know, and it gave him the wrong one, <laughs> just give him that look. <laughs> the you know? first show that after the first show he did with us a few years ago, um, when he gets back home, he calls me and he thanks me. Oh, just, that's cool. You know, so I mean, that's. That's pretty rare. Usually, we, you know, we'll get an email or thanks for bringing us out or whatever. But sure. he, he always makes a point to phone you. Wow. Thank you over the phone. And then he sends you something in the mail, and it's a box of seized chocolate. Really? Yeah. That's actually really cool, man. That it's is amazing. Really, really cool. I, you know, there would be a one-second hesitation. <laughs> of like, <laughs> uh, should I open this box? 
<laughs> well, you know, he's a, he's a like we we've already said he's a really old guy too, and he tells me this story about he remembers during the depression going to the, you know the seas factory. There was like one day a week where you could go because they were rationing food Chuck, and whatever, yeah. and there was one day you could go to that factory and get in this huge huge line and wait to buy chocolate and hopefully they didn't cut off the line before you got up there because you know whenever they ran out they were done right wow How was that wayne do you remember really you motherfucker <laughs> 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 thanks i thought we were gonna go a whole episode without getting an old joke but i guess not <laughs> appreciate you dick yeah you're welcome, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, oh man you know um i was talking about horror movies and stuff you know i was i, I these two hate me for bringing this up. I'm, I guarantee they're going to hate me again. What is what is what is your thoughts on the Human Centipede movies? God, <laughs> I thought the first one was great. Okay, um, and I and I think I liked it because it was much like Texas Chainsaw Massacre in that it. Um, it's true. No, <laughs> <laughs> it was true. In that it. Um, insinuated more than you actually saw on the screen. Right, right. Kind of like um, Alien and, you know, like you said, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Jaws. It was more of a, like, you didn't really see much. Right. But you got the... the yeah, the, the grossness was all left to your imagination. Right. Um, the second one, <laughs> they they went there and the grossness was all over the screen. Yes. And I, I didn't like that one. And I haven't even seen the third one. I could care less. Is it even out? I think so. I think you can on-demand it or something. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, because uh, everyone is saying that it, it, you know, I haven't. It was supposed to be released like months and months ago, and then never came out. And I was like, okay, well, I've yeah, been I tried waiting. Starting that rumor, so no one would watch it. But whatever. I'm waiting. I'm waiting <laughs> with bated breath, man. Yeah, uh, I thought the first one was great, but eh, I, you know, I mean, after that, what are you gonna do? Just, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. Oh, you can just keep adding on people. Well, they did. It was like, what is the, the new one? Like 560 people or some shit? That's, that's insane. Why would you even do that? How would you hide that? <laughs> you don't hide it. It's in a prison. Oh, it's in a prison. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's... Well, what that's, I think is kind of strange is the doctor from the, pr <laughs> from the first movie is the, the warden in the, second, in the third movie. Uh, uh, right. Yeah, and then um, I, I, my favorite character in, even have a favorite in character. that series was... was Third one from the end. No, yeah, third one from the end. Was was the Asian guy <laughs> shitting in the girl's mouth? No. <laughs> Wait, what? are we still talking about movies or are we talking about Tokyo? Well, I could be Tokyo, whatever. <laughs> is is the little guy from the second movie. I don't know his real name. Yeah, he was a guest at our show. Um both of them were actually. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Um uh, Lawrence Har Lawrence Harvey, is he okay? Is he really that of a strange fellow? I'm just asking. It just he's no, he seemed really nice. Oh, okay, okay. But he's really tight. He's really small. You know, he uh, he really short. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. And uh, Dieter Laser, he's he's a crazy German guy. Yeah, he he seems like he's like nine foot tall. Yeah, I, my, he's not that tall, but he's he is he's crazy. I mean, the guy is. Hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you say his name was Dieter Laser? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that American Gladiator? <laughs> <laughs> Laser was. Laser was. Oh, okay. Laser was. All right. 
He was all, he was also a member of uh, of the dodgeball team in dodgeball. Okay. Yes. Okay. At least we cleared that up. Yeah. 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 Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this no, train. Jesus wasn't in dodgeball, but moving no, on. No, he was not. No, but he probably was in uh, Human Centipede. But anyway. No. Yeah. Well, no. Probably not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, this is great, Brian. I, this is, I think everybody who's listening to this today, uh, you need to go to the website. Uh, you need to see what tickets are available. You know, you and what, what is that website, Rome? Texas uh, Frightmare. Weekend.com. Weekend.com. Yeah, and I think you can get there at Texas Frightmare also. You can? Okay. okay. Yeah. I think if you just type it, it in, it's going to fill it in for you. If you, you know. go to Google. Yeah. Yes. Ah, yeah. Texas Frightmare in Dallas. That's it. And it... You gotta go. Everyone has to go. And I, I know, but was the the tickets seem to be going fairly quick. They are. Um, VIP tickets already sold out. Um, wow. okay. We're selling a uh, premium pass, which uh, gets you some of the VIP perks, not all of them. And um, and then of course, you know, we have weekend and day passes that are as cheap as twenty five bucks. So, oh wow! I mean, you can so go you have and, no excuse not to go. Exactly. I mean, Let's for twenty five bucks, we we do screenings. Um, right, do everybody, panels. I mean, you can fly there. There's so much drive free there. stuff you can do for twenty five bucks at our show. So yeah, I mean, uh, we we saw a few of the movies there uh, last year, which were really good. Um, Plus, you can buy stuff too. They, yeah, you got yeah, vendors there. There's so much stuff, dude. It's just it's great. It's endless. Yeah, I mean, you can shop. You can. I mean, I get I get people going. Oh, it's so expensive. You know, I got to buy autographs and it. Well, no, you you really don't. You can you can spend twenty five bucks and come and have a blast at our show. Yeah, but yeah. if you do spend a lot of money, it's worth the value because you know, like uh, if you were able to get a VIP pass, Freddy Krueger would high for you, <laughs> <laughs> or he would high blade you. Yes, yes, yes. You gotta watch your fingers. You gotta pick them up off the floor when you're done. <laughs> it's definitely worth going. Like, and you know. You fly in. I mean, the, wait, it's at the convention center? Well, we're actually inside the airport at the Hyatt region. Oh, okay, that's right. Yes, yeah, there's there's a couple of Hyatts inside the airport. We're at the bigger one. It's the Hyatt Regency. So if you fly in, you can basically get off your plane and, and be right at the convention within five minutes. Well, oh. depending on which terminal you're in. You can, it could still take you six hours to, if you're on the <laughs> other side. Well, that's that's true. If you, come into, if you come into Terminal C, though, you can just walk over there. Right it's into cool. the convention. And it's yeah, a very it's nice crazy. hotel. We didn't get to stay there because it's sold out. Like, it's sold out again this year already. I know. Isn't that wild? I was like, we were looking into getting it, uh, like, I don't know. I think it was, like, a month ago. We were looking into getting a, um, a room there. And it said, nope, sorry, those dates are done. I'm like, fuck. But <laughs> the cool thing is, is we, uh, we have... Two or three more hotels already on the website with free shuttle, so yeah. you can you can rent out if you need lodging. You can get a room at at these other locations, yep. and they'll shuttle you back and forth. Yeah, and it works great because we we did we did that uh, last year. We actually had to stay outside the of the hotel, and so we just got the shuttle, and it brought us right there. Now, you, where did you stay? The, that was the Hobo Inn, right? Yeah, the Hobo Inn, right outside on on the uh, interstate. We had a box. That's nice. <laughs> it was really cool. Um, the, complimentary hot plate. Oh, wait, wait. So when you got her pregnant, was your dick in a box? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. I'm finding out who the comedian is on this show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll be going That's really cool, man. I'm, yeah. 
just go check it out, everybody. Yeah, it's, man. It's worth the time, for sure. Um, well, I mean, Lloyd, it, we're about at the end of our show. Um, is there anything else you want to plug, man? You want to get some more stuff in there? Uh, you know, uh, that's about it. Just go check us out. Um, you could also check us out on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Texas Frightmare Weekend. And uh, a lot of fun conversation going on there about uh, the show coming up and anticipation and more uh, guest uh, announcements uh, coming up next week. And yeah. Look forward to it. Yeah, man. Look, look we're super excited. You guys ought to go. Look, if you see us there, come talk to us, too. I mean, we'll be there. I'm, I guarantee it. So, look. He might even be making another baby. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> and you can go see Baby Freddy. Yes, come see my baby. He'll be dressed yeah. as Freddy. We need a we need a table for baby Freddy. Yes, that, dude, that would be great. <laughs> okay. well, welcome we'll to talk about that. That sounds like a good deal. I don't like that. Kidding. Well, thank you so much for coming on too. Yeah, really yeah, Lord, it. thank you, man. Um, really, yeah, I had a blast. Thanks for having me. On. No problem, dude. You got to come back on, dude. We definitely have to have you back on. Do some more yeah. announcements and stuff like that for your show until you know you're ready to do it. Okay. Let's do it, man. All right, sounds good. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, 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 wait. What? Before we go. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, no, no. Okay, no. okay. Go ahead. I just want to congratulate uh, Travis Email and the Unicorn. Yes. Uh, they have, uh, like, I knew about this a couple weeks ago, but they, oh, they yes. officially announced that they are getting married. Yes, congratulations, congratulations guys. Um, Super and, fan. Uh, if Unicorn's listening, Hemel did promise me your sister in the dowry. Not the lesbian one, the other <laughs> one. I'll take both. Um, but I might need an actual stipend. Anyway, mm. so congratulations. Congratulations, Travis. Travis is an awesome guy. He's a big fan of the show and a really good friend of ours. So congratulations on that, dude. That's fantastic. Super nice. All right. Well, uh, but again, again, I was your host, Wayne. I'm the rum guy. I'm Adam. And our guest was Mr. Lloyd Cryer. All right. Thanks a lot, guy. Thank you. Um, and remember to keep it metal. Keep it metal. Adieu, adieu, parting is such sweet sorrow. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Get some fuck out of here. Okay then. That's it. <laughs>